Alrighty, tight fans, welcome back. So we've had a big week this week uh, here at the uh, University of Alabama Adapted Athletics Program. We had a fantastic, I feel like, a skills challenge event this weekend. Um, you know, that was our first time doing that. We feel like it went well. There, we had a few little glitches with the live stream, but with that, we feel like we've got a really good new system now with that. We hope you enjoyed that website. Uh, that's going to be our website now moving further with our live, like moving forward with our live stream, um, you know, and we've got uh, a couple events coming up this weekend. And just to recap, uh, just to kind of give a congratulations to the athletes who ended up winning um, the uh, skills challenge events this weekend. So we ended up having seven skills challenges, I think eight combined winners. Um, so for our full score, full court speed layups, it was Abraham. Uh, half court ended up being Grady. Uh, Abraham also won the free throw challenge. Abby Balky ended up winning the speed shot challenge. Bailey ended up winning the trick shot uh, contest. Bailey and Mora won the partner relay. And Kate ended up winning the three-point contest, which ended up being a really good uh, capper there for the end of, uh, end of the night. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That one went into overtime. Uh, Sean, what did you think about everything? Because I know – from our interviews and things of, and things that we had with the athletes, it seemed like they were just one excited to be there, but then two really excited to get to get out there and compete. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, wasn't really sure how it was going to turn out, but like the the energy from the the athletes, um, the competitiveness, and some of the drill or in some of, in some of the competitions, the the competitiveness of the coaches, you know, wanting their players to win the challenges and things like that. Um, it was a great night. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, I, I think our, our players were, were pumped just to be out there competing again. Yeah, no, for sure. And you're talking about that competitiveness, you know, for people yeah. watching the live stream. I, I genuinely thought that Coach Ford was going to actually get in a little bit of trouble for how heated he was during none of those relays. You know, I – I was, by the way, and you can ask anybody. I was in, I was in agreement with him. I thought that when that, when that, when that horn went off, that yeah. you know they should have, they shouldn't have, they should just stopped it right where it was because both teams had only made one at that point. Um, they should have stopped it right there, and then they kind of should have just done like a little bit of a, a free throw competition, like the yeah. whichever team ends up missing to their, their, you know, ends up missing first. Like they end yeah. up losing. So, uh -huh. um, yeah, you got that from the men's side, but then you had, you had the women's side with Ryan and he's like, you got to play on, you got to play through the adversity and you know, all those, yeah, those something, something like that, you know, you know, days, before, but <laughs> yeah, what, what is it that they always say you play, you play through the whistle and, yeah. but then, but I mean, play you don't the play past whistle. the whistle. Yeah. You yeah. don't play past the whistle. So yeah, I'm in play total to the second whistle now. Yeah. Apparently there is. Right. So, uh, but then also, you know, we had a, a big Saturday. Alabama football ended up uh, knocking off Tennessee. I hope you all enjoyed our little uh, start to the podcast last week with uh, 
with that um, that video, that popular YouTube video of that interview with the guy talking about how much he just does not like Tennessee. Um, so we hope y'all enjoyed that. And then this week we have two events. We have our three on three, the Hollister three on three challenge, and then we also have the tennis event as well this weekend, right, Sean? That's right. Medi, Medi Clean, Crimson and White. So, Coach Burns, we're we're gonna, you know, we're gonna just gonna keep a running tally because you're once again competing in this tennis event. Okay, <laughs> you're zero and two. Zero and two. Yep. Okay, so you're are you at least gonna get to compete twice this weekend? I believe so. Okay, you know, so you're gonna, the team we're going. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go a little double or nothing here. Okay, right. we're gonna we're gonna. I am going to allow you the opportunity to make up for those two losses. And for you to just solidify your spot as the co-host here, so you've got to you've got to win twice this weekend, all right? I got to win twice. Hmm. You got to win twice. You got to get to five hundred. If I lose twice, call your bluff and see what's your backup plan. You know that's actually also not a bad move. <laughs> don't don't tip me. All right, I'm, just I'm going for a win. I'm competitive. I can't be. Over. I'm about to say no. I know you way too well. You can't not not try. Like you know, you know what I mean. I, that that might have been a double negative there, but I. Uh, the people get it. They understand. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm excited about this three uh, three on three challenge on Thursday night. Start It starts at 3.30, correct? Yeah, 3.30. Um, oh, it's before that. It's at 2. Is it at 2? Do we make the time? Oh, so 2 o'clock. Hey, look at this. Yeah. We're all learning something Come new on, here. Man. 2 o'clock. Two o- tennis two on Fridays at 3. Yeah, okay. So, tennis on Friday at 3. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, you know. It, it might be important for the play-by-play guy to be able to, <laughs> to actually know what time we're doing things so uh, we can provide a little bit of a product for you guys. So, you know what? I'm sorry. Okay? I, I will be there. We will be ready to go. Y'all have nothing to worry about, I promise. Okay? Right. So, that. I'm excited I'll about this. Yeah. I'm excited about this. You know, it's going to be interesting because, you know, we've won – I, I know, you know, now I've been here now three years. I, I know we haven't done anything like this and since I've been there. I'm I'm pumped about this. I think if yeah. you know there was that competitiveness there with these skills challenges, they were more individualized in a sense. You know, I know there was a couple teams, but now we get to mix up the teams a little bit. It'll be the men and the women on combined teams, just random teams. And that it's really gonna be keeping score. It's gonna be there's a, a real true winner. Winner and loser each time. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you expect? What are your expectations? I know you're excited about the event, but what are your expectations? Well, you know, can't play favorites or anything, but there's there's some good teams out there. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. I think uh, you're right. It's one of those things we haven't done yet, so it'll be you know second weekend in a row where we're trying something new. But I think these teams are going to be awesome. They're going to be you know 15 minute games. Winner moves on. Uh, we got a pool play transfers into a, a, a tournament similar to like a Olympics or one of those type level games. Um, so it's going to be fun. Uh, I, you know, I really think that tuning in, you guys are going to see a, a good product and um, you're going to see a bunch of people out there competing, having a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, we're excited about it. We did, we had a little, uh, little teaser last year with a fundraiser. We did having some, some juniors teams come in from around Alabama and, forming teams and they did uh some frat guys out there some sororities uh put in a team and they all played and it was a lot of fun last year so we're hoping that this year with the you know with our players it's going to up the competitiveness and it'll be a good product for the live stream 
Now, I'll tell you what, you know, there's been a lot of just kind of frustrating things that have happened so far because of COVID. Mm-hmm. These past two events have been two things that I've, or at least, or excuse me, the past event and this upcoming event, that one, I, I would think it's fair to say that the Skills Challenge was a lot of fun, really, that I think we should continue to do more. And, and then, you know, I think potentially with this as well, is just one of those things that it's unique, it's different, and it's going to be a lot of fun for the athletes for sure. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I hope that goes well because I, I I really think it could be something really cool that we do moving forward. Um, yeah. So and then with the tennis event, you want to kind of go into a little bit on what we're going to be doing with our tennis event this weekend? Yep. Similar to last time, uh, we got that with a live stream. We will have a live stream. Hopefully, Brian will get him get his stuff together and get that live this time. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, but with our new website, it'll be live streamed, um, and you know we're really hopeful for that. Um, but it's going to be very similar to last time. We got a uh, little different matchups this time, uh, but it's going to come down to, you know, hopefully a few set matches and, you know, maybe, maybe white will come out on top this time, but uh, you know, Crimson really gave it, gave it to us last time. So we're uh, hopeful. Are the old people too. So. Yeah. But we're, we're seasoned vets, you know? Oh, that's, hey, you know what? That's a good, that's a great way of looking at that. So, yeah, but we're excited. So what well, it's at three o'clock, so tune in. Um you'll see some some high level tennis out there and you know it's gonna be our first official um live stream event for the tennis team and you know that'll be huge. It'll be huge. And uh, yeah, no, yeah, it'll be a, it'll give a really cool opportunity. I know I was frustrated last time, like two Saturday or two Fridays ago when we uh we had our little hiccup and mishap there with that. And cause I know they were really excited about that opportunity of finally getting to be on a live, the live stream yeah. and us getting to do that. So that's what made it more frustrating for me because I knew how excited they were. So we're going to get that bad boy up and going. We're going to have it looking good. <laughs> and um, yeah. So this week's podcast, by the way, is brought to you by our great friends at Hollister. Uh, Once again, we're going to be having our Hollister three-on-three tip-off Thursday uh, starting at 2 p.m. And now into one of my favorite sections, and this is going to be an interview that's going to be one I'm pretty excited about. I know Coach Burns, we're pretty excited about. We got our two true freshmen on here from the women's team. We got Bailey Moody and Abby Balky. Am I saying that correctly? Balky. Balky? Yep. Okay, so okay, thank you. I'm sorry for the mishap. So I was mispronouncing that the entire uh, the entire last. It's okay. Day. People struggle with it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so, so yes. Yeah, so we're excited about this interview. First, we'll get it started off. How how are you two doing tonight? Doing good. How are you? Oh, uh, we're we're doing great, Bailey. You don't have to be shy. All right, no worries about it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm doing well. I'm busy, but you know keep on keeping on yeah no I, we're really excited we're happy that y'all decided to come on and take the time i know it's it's a little late in the evening so we appreciate y'all taking the time doing that um so i just want to say this first and foremost y'all both were really impressive this past weekend in the first event so i'd only gotten to see kind of like glimpses of things that y'all can do you know on the court uh just kind of passing by and stuff like that so i just want to say one, y'all both ended up, Bailey, I think you had two wins in events. Abby, you had a win in events. So congratulations to, you, to both of y'all on those. Um, what was it like getting to finally kind of get out there and, and compete a little bit, you know? Um, well, 
it's just like I don't know getting to practice with a team we we both come from like junior teams that didn't practice very much and so it was exciting enough to get to practice with a team but to get to actually like play you know in competitions where you're with your team and you're playing against the other team um, it was definitely exciting especially with having not had a lot of people interaction with all this quarantine craziness um it was it was exciting to be out there and what do you have to say? I see you. You're you're ready to fire away with some answers here. <laughs> I thought it was really fun. I mean, kind of like Bay said, like it's been so fun doing like practicing and scrimmaging, but then having like an event, kind of like our first college event, was really fun, and it was like different than anything I think anybody's done before, obviously because of circumstances and stuff. So I thought it was fun. And everybody kind of got to do stuff that they enjoy. So I liked it a lot. Awesome. Yeah, no, no, like we, we were talking about this uh, early, just a few minutes ago. And we were talking about how cool and how unique it was. I know I've been here three years. Sean's been here, obviously, a little bit longer. Um, but it was a lot of fun getting to see that. And just it seemed like everybody enjoyed the competition side of everything. So and y'all were talking a little bit about your junior teams just now. So. Let me get this right. Y'all both had the opportunity to represent Team USA, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay, so kind of go into a little detail about that. Y'all can both talk individually about your experiences with that and what it meant to you. But I'm really intrigued to hear this because I think that's absolutely awesome. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Um, well, I tried out, like I started trying out for USA and stuff um, January 2019 and then um, that following May, Bailey and I went to Thailand for the um, U25 national team, and we won gold there. We were there for, like, two weeks. It was really fun, and it was an awesome experience. It was, like, obviously something that I've been, like, dreaming of doing for a very long time, and then being able to play with, like, some of the best players, like, in the whole world was really fun, and obviously a lot different than juniors because I was used to playing with all boys. And then I went to start actually playing with girls, which I enjoyed greatly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started with the national team. So I went to a national team development camp in 2017 towards the end of the year, um, trying to, you know, get my face in there um, and, you know, get kind of in the athlete pool and Trooper Johnson, the coach now, was like, hey, I want you to come back for tryouts um, in January. So I went to tryouts um, beginning of January 2018 um, and actually made that team for the World Championships. Um, and so I went to uh, Hamburg, Germany for the World Championships um, with Team USA. And then the year after that, I tried out again um, and then made the under 25 team with Abby where we won gold in Thailand and then also played um, on the senior team that went to the Parapan American Games um, in Lima, Peru, where we took silver. Um, and then I had then um, the beginning of this year made the Paralympic team that was supposed to go to Tokyo, obviously with COVID um, and everything that happened with that, it got postponed. So I'm looking forward to Tokyo 2021 now um, with Team USA. But that's kind of what what things are looking for for me, what I'm training for. Yeah, awesome. 
Uh, so what? So you're talking about you were training and things because I was. I'm curious about this as well. And y'all mentioned it a little bit about the team aspect in your training. What is what has that been like? Um, I think we we both come from. You know, juniors teams and high school teams don't train very much. My team trained once a week. And so I was doing all my national team training by myself during the week um, and then going to a team practice on Saturdays for like three hours. Um, So I was just looking forward to getting into college ball because it meant me getting to actually develop on a team that was training together every single day. Um, and that can just do wonders for your game. And so that was what I was looking forward to because you can only do so much by yourself and you can push yourself so much, but there's something about having other people there with you and behind you. You kind of talked about going to college. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you can go. You're good. (laughs) All right. Yeah. You you talked about going to college, coming to Alabama and, um, I'm just kind of curious because it's always different for people when they come. What has that transition been like for you guys? You've talked a little bit about like just being able to play every day and stuff like that, but how has it been just totally with school and all that? Um, I think it's been like obviously a really big adjustment, like for both of us, we are coming from kind of like Bailey said, just doing stuff on our own every day. And then, my juniors team practice twice a week, but even that it's only twice a week for like three hours. And so with school for eight hours, like on top of that. So then when you come here and you have school online and stuff, and then you're actually practicing like with your team every day, it was obviously a huge adjustment, but it's been really great because everything's like, you do everything together with your teammates and stuff. And, um, everything's all in like the same area which is really nice because like at home I would have to drive like an hour to go to my team practice and then come home and then have to do school and like all that stuff so it was like I felt like I was never had any time to like just sit down and do nothing I felt like so it's nice to have things not just sitting in the car all the time driving from one practice to another yeah that's I remember that from juniors as well. Like it didn't really affect me because our practices were only like 15, 20 minutes away, but uh, we had people coming from like three hours away and they would come every single week and and things like that. So like um, it's definitely nice just to be able to go down the street and you're, you're there and you're there for two hours or three hours and you get it all done. And then, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's always interesting to me is kind of hearing the the distances and things like that, that people have like driven to get a practice. A lot different than like stand-up basketball or something that like our listeners are probably used to. Like it's just, it's just different because there's not as many disabled athletes in one, you know, kind of County or one small town or something. So you, you kind of encompass maybe like, like I said, three out, three square mile. I, I was the only team in North Carolina for example. So like it's, it's, it's more of like a a large group from all over. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, that's, no, that's crazy to me. I know I've visited a team out uh, like a a youth team whenever I was in Oklahoma city, when my sister lived out there and they had kids traveling in from 
three hours away, like from all over the place, just like in a different, and I was just like, it just kind of like caught me completely off guard. Um, but so I just, you, you talked a little bit about getting here and getting to Alabama, uh, Bailey, um, I'm, this is directed to you. Um, so you have a unique Jersey number. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Is do you want to like talk a little bit about that jersey number? Because I've, I've heard bits and pieces. And I think it's really cool. I think it's something that people would really like to like to know about, and they'd really like to hear the story behind it. So I wear the number forty-three, which is not a very common basketball jersey number at all. It's actually a football number um, because there was. So I had cancer when I was ten. That's how I lost my leg, um, but there was this football player from Auburn named Philip Lutzenkirk and that kind of befriended me while I was in the hospital. He um, came to visit me one time and his parents um, and my parents were friends. And so he would send me like game day pictures and um, check in and, you know, um, we kind of developed this, this friendship. Um, And then he actually passed away in a drunk driving accident. um, And he was number 43. And so now I wear number 43 um, in honor of him. And I have ever since he passed. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's, that's incredible that, you know, he was able to make that impact on you and then y'all had that friendship and things. And that's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, it's, you hear, you know, with it being that Alabama Auburn, there was always that consists, like it was crazy, you know, cause he had the game winning touchdown pass from Cam Newton in the 2010 iron bowl after Auburn came all the way back and won. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it was just crazy. Like I, I've Auburn fans always loved the guy and he was, it was awesome. He was awesome. And it was tragic how everything happened, but it's awesome that he was able to make that impact on you. It's kind um, of fun too so, with the Auburn Alabama connection yeah. as well. Like I, I was say, you, we Auburn. talked, a, we talked a little bit about it on the live stream. You and I did. So you, it's for those that weren't that, you know, are all listening to our podcast, but not necessarily where they were able to watch the live stream. Go a little bit into detail about your connection to Auburn. Um, so I have very, very deep Auburn roots. My mom played soccer at Auburn. My uncle was at Auburn. My dad went to grad school at Auburn. My aunt was on the equestrian team at Auburn. Um, so I kind of grew up like bleeding orange and blue. Um, and so I was very against going to Alabama simply because Alabama football was bad in my household. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you always say, I'll never do this. And then suddenly it ends up happening. But I made the switch pretty quick. I kind of like Alabama being my school now. Um, But my family, you know, they they say roll tide wheelchair basketball. (laughs) Well, I I at least appreciate their support for our program. And, you know, so that's really cool. Wait, I have so, a question though. Yeah, who are they going to cheer on when the men play Auburn in a couple weeks? That's a really good question. You'll have to ask my mom. <laughs> Man, that's tough. It's tough to hear. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's funny. So, uh, also, um, you know, th- this past event, you know, I knew that uh, Abby, you were teammates with Kate in one of the events, right? Yeah, when the partner relay. So y'all, that was the that was the partner relay in which the buzzer went off and Sean Sean's kids and you know Sean's team ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So 
Um, we talked about this in the opening part of our uh, of the podcast here. Do you have an opinion on how that should have, how the results of that should have gone? I mean, I think the results were pretty good. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm still, have, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't really know what happened. I just remember shooting my free throws and then the buzzer went off and I thought the other team won and then everybody was like, no, keep going. And then K9 won. So I'm okay with it. Whatever happened. I have no idea, but I thought it was nice. Yeah. Coach Burns, do you have a response for the team that ended up knocking, knocking your guys out? I mean, nice, nice job. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little, a little bummed because I always call Austin my guy and I wanted him to, wanted him to win but uh no it, it was fun and then I, I honestly I enjoyed the like back and forth between the the two head coaches after it one was like oh it's fine you know you got to play through the, the buzzer and all that and then the other one was like ah oh, that's not fair and I, I don't know I, I I just enjoyed the back and forth I love when things get a little competitive and you know I thought it added a nice little little flavor to the night yeah so and and so Bailey, you ended up winning too. But I'm going to be completely honest with you. The trick shot competition and your shot, I blew my blew my mind. I I was up there. I'm sitting there doing it, and I have I obviously had no idea what we're going to be looking at. You got Lindy and uh, Peter that were up top, and like was it Peter? Or was it part? No, it's part though. You had Peter launching it from three quarters court, trying to hit a shot. You had Partha and uh, Lindy up on the up in the yeah, area trying to the Raptors and Partha yeah, just just launching from his back. Yeah, and I, and then we have you. Walk us through this shot that you hit because it. I, okay, so I have by the way, I had the I had the live stream archive. I'm going to try to go back and make sure that I can clip this because I want to share it. Just so you know, I want to share it on our social media stuff because it was absolutely awesome. <laughs> um, you know, you got to be creative. And so I was like, well, what about me makes my trick shot different than like the guys launching it from the second level? Like I had to stand out, you know, um, <laughs> but I, I like checked the rules. I was like, can I get out of my chair? Is this allowed? Like, do I have to be in my chair to do the trick shot? And they were all like, no, no, do whatever you want. Um, so I figured, you know, using my, my little leg as my <laughs> leverage in this um, event was <laughs> kind of exciting, kind of hilarious. I didn't really know how people were going to take it though, but it was, it was positive. <laughs> you did like between the legs, like twice. Did you not like, you're you're out there i just i was i was just like i had no idea what was going on and then and then i was just like are you kidding me and then you hit the first shot like i think that was the most impressive like you didn't even have to rely on a second or third shot you just did those just to do them but you hit the first shot so i was hoping i'd hit the first shot that was like i gotta get close enough to the basket where i can make the first shot and like you did a little fade away you did a little fade away with it right yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. You did the Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious. I just yeah, I'm 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 serious about making sure that we get that uh the video where we can share that. <laughs> um okay, so this week we have our three on three uh competition coming up. What what's gonna be what's exciting about that for you guys? 
I mean, we obviously get to work with the boys, which will be fun. I mean, we don't do that, obviously. So I think it'll be fun to be working with different people. The round three is just fun, no matter what. Like, And it'll feel more game-like, obviously, than the skills challenge was. So I think the intensity will be up and stuff. I'm really excited for it. I think all the teams are pretty even, too. So it should be some good competition for everybody. Who's who's on y'all's teams? Because I know y'all aren't y'all aren't on the same team, are you? No. Mm-mm. No. Who's on who's whose team? Who's all on your teams? My team is me, Kate, and Abe. Um, I'm with Grady and Ronnie. Okay, so pretty pretty those are pretty even teams right there. Okay, I need to know what's going to be y'all's teams' names because y'all have custom team names. Have y'all discussed this with your teammates yet? Or are we going to be um, just, or am I just going to be up there on the live stream and I'm just going to call you Team 5B or Team 6B? I mean, <laughs> or do y'all want me to come up with your team names for you and just absolutely well, blow whatever you Wait, what'd y'all say? What'd you say, Abby? Mine's the Crimson COVID Crushers. Crimson triple COVID C, crushers. for sure. Okay, Triple C. We're just Triple C right there. I, you know what? By the way, creative. I, I like that. I'm at, we are not very creative. You might as well probably make up a team name for us because we we just use the first letter of all of our names b w g i think is the order that we chose to put the letter b w g i mean what are we doing here i'm surprised it wasn't like skull because you have grady on your team oh yeah yeah i don't i don't know minnesota (laughs) well that means he would know then he would know that they weren't going to be winning anything so that's (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody, everybody in Minnesota that is listening, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so we've got that. And, you know, I'm excited because I know just from talking with the other people, you know, they were talking about that competition. And to me, this is that, yeah, there was a score and, you know, it was more of an end, but now it's like that team style competition where it's really like, hey, you're playing, the, you're, you know, you were always playing to win, but. Now it's actually kind of like a semi-game feel to it. Is that going to change y'all's intensity levels a little bit? I think what was funny about the skills challenge is we were all like, we don't do individual sports for a reason. Like We play (laughs) team sports because the pressure on the individual is so, like, not what we enjoy. Um, So I definitely think that three-on-three will be more all of our styles um, with the team. Time out. I just want to say you and Mora – were absolutely clutch when in y'all's event that y'all won. Let's just go ahead. Like I even, you can ask anybody that was watching the live stream, y'all just like, I think it was the free throw part and y'all just boom, boom. And I went, well, that was, that was the end of that competition. Ice in the veins, no pressure whatsoever. Like it didn't look like there was any pressure. And then you're also, well, it's more, in, and then you knock down your first shot in the trick shot competition. Like, what are you, like if, if that's how you perform under individualized pressure, you're going to be all right. Okay. So good job there. Let's go back to the layups, though. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so I got to I got to I got to give Peter a hard time about these layups. Okay, so I'm gonna I will kind of give you a little bit of a hard time about the layups as well. So, what happened there? Uh, I cracked under the individual. <laughs> <pressure>. <laughs> hey, well, hey, if it means anything, uh, Coach Burns um, went zero and two in our fir- in his first tennis event that he did earlier this year. So. Um, and the only thing that was on the line was him being my co-host. So he has an opportunity this week to solidify the co-host position, and he has to go 
two and zero on the weekend. Do you think he's going to go two and zero in the tennis event? I think anything can happen. <laughs> that was a lot nicer faith. than what I'm thinking. That's that was a lot nicer than what I'm thinking. Who 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 are you playing again, Coach? You know uh, you're I don't know who my opponents are. I know in doubles I'm playing with Tyler McKay, but I don't okay. know. I don't know my opponents. Doesn't matter. Awesome. I'm going for it. I got you. So hold on. I'm I'm gonna, I'm looking at this the schedule right here. So it looks like Abby, you're going to be facing off against uh, Babsy, Tony, and Evan in round one of the tournament. What are you thinking here? You gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna kind of like just cruise past them? How's that gonna go? I mean, I hope we do. I hope we win. I think we have a good shot. I think um, we all like Kate and I work together for like everything, like every day in practice. If there's pairs, it's always Kate and I. So I think we have an advantage because us two work really well together. Abe's easy to work with too. So hopefully we win. That's the goal. I'm about to say, and then Bailey, you get Partha, Peter, and Selena in your in your first round. We get a yeah. matchup of like two freshmen right there. So, <laughs> are you got to you've got to out you've you've got to outdo Peter. You realize that, right? There will be some trash talk, yes, <laughs> for Ooh. sure. But I I feel confident. I feel confident in our abilities. Okay, I like that. All right, so we've got two confident people. Okay, and so you just mentioned this a little bit. Uh, Abby, what who who has helped you in this transition so far the most? Because you were talking about Kate, would you say probably Kate? Like, like who for you has been kind of like that that older person that's you know on the team that's really kind of taking you under their wing and really kind of guided you along through everything? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like all the older girls and like everyone on the team, they've been so great to the three of us in general. Like with everything like when we'll go over new plays and stuff they always like take extra time out of like when practice is over to make sure that we all know like what's going on and stuff and so it's a lot of information that we're all three learning at the same time and so it can get a little chaotic but th everybody's been really great about coming and like making sure that we all understand what's going on and it's been a lot of like positive energy and stuff. So that everybody's been really great with the transition. What about, what about that same question there for you, Bailey? What's, what's, who's been that? Has there been any individual there that's just like taking you under their wing? I don't know that I would say that there is an individual. I definitely agree with Abby in, in saying that all of the older players kind of took us under, under their wing. Um, Cause when I, like when we got here, it was like we were immediately like part of the team and like they were always like, Hey, we're going to go do this. Do you want to come with us? Or like, Hey, this is a team thing. Or like, Hey, you need help with this? Like reach out to me if you need anything. Like they definitely were all super willing to be there for whatever we needed. And we, I definitely felt um, like I fit in right away. And it was definitely because of all of them. That's awesome. I know that, They'll enjoy hearing that. I enjoy hearing that because to me, that's like really kind of like that most important thing, especially for younger players is you got there. You've got about a million things already going on and like going from your junior teams, high school into college. But then you've got probably a million and one things now going on with COVID, all the policies from the classes. You're, I'm assuming all your classes are pretty much online 
probably a good majority of them. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that yeah. can be even, even for an older person, that can be crazy. Not, not even taken into the fact of everything you got going on, just being a freshman. So, um, but we really appreciate both of y'all coming on once again, we know it's a little later um, in the evening. So thanks for taking your time out of your, uh, your nights to do that. Um, we hope that y'all's practices, weight room, everything like that. We hope all that's going to goes well. And uh, I know I'm personally excited to see y'all compete on Thursday. So thank y'all for hopping thank in you. here and, and joining with us. Yeah. No thanks problem. guys. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Boom. All right. Yeah, coach. I was, by the way, they're, they do not, in my eyes, come off as freshmen whatsoever. Nah, those really mature. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they have, uh, you know, like you, like you said, that maturity, but also like, like the, even the way that they were talking, like, you know, I know as whenever I was younger, like if I ever did like an interview, like even, you know, maybe like high school, but later in high school, I was always super, super nervous, super like didn't want to say, and, but they seemed really calm, cool, relaxed. And, yeah. and they also seemed to have a really good perspective. I think the one thing that stood out to me was their appreciation of not even, they didn't even seem to really care about the competing aspect. They cared more about the fact that, Hey, we get to be a part of a team that just practices together yeah. and trains together. That's, that's something that stood out to me the most. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's because it's a lot different than than a stand-up sport. You don't, you just that team aspect where you see your team every single day and you practice every single day, and then you have a lifting in the morning or whatever. You know, those kind of high school aspects. It, it's just not. There's not a lot of wheelchair teams that are able to do that. Um, so it's kind of the first time for everybody when they come to college um, that they get that experience, and that and that's what's so great about what we're able to provide here at Alabama. And, you know, it's awesome to hear that people um, are loving being here and appreciating, you know, the opportunity and I don't know, makes me excited. Takes me back to when I was a freshman a long time ago. Yeah, you're telling me I wasn't a part of the team aspect, but it was definitely a long time ago when I was a freshman. So I feel that I feel that statement. Um, you know, and, and another thing that uh, kind of stood out to me there um, was them talking about that leadership group there in the, with the women's team and, that, and, and how they didn't, didn't ever, whenever they, they came in, they felt like they were a part of the team. You know, I realized that, you know, there you see it all over sports, it seems like, where you've got freshmen all over the country. Doesn't they, they don't necessarily feel like they fit in. They end up, you know, like they have like all these bad bad experience, bad experiences, quote unquote. And, mm -hmm. but it seemed like that group of ladies there in the locker room have really taken them under their wing as a collective whole. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of huge. It's one of those things that in the moment, some leaders and things like that, they don't, they don't grasp and you look back on it and it, it makes a huge impact. You know, I, Let's go back to a long time ago when I was a freshman. I remember when our older guys kind of did that for me as well. And it, it just makes it makes a difference. It makes you feel welcome. It makes you feel when you're on the court, you maybe you get yelled at or something by your coach. Um, your teammate comes over and says, it's, all, it's okay, man. We're going to be all right. Um, 
it means more because you have that off the court relationship, you know, that they're being sincere and things like that. So um, it's important. And, you know, I, it's great to hear. I, I'm glad that they have that, that kind of chemistry already that'll pay off in the long run. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, having been around that team a while, it's not real, real surprising to hear that. You know, they've got, yeah, they've got, I mean, that every single one of them are absolutely fantastic people and always a joy to be around. Could not ever be nicer. I know they were all, have always been super nice to me. And that's just not very, you know, I'm just not shocked to hear that, but it's also good to hear that, you know, because, um, you know, it, as cool as it is for us and as, you know, as great that it is for us, you know, that the parents of these young, you know, the, the freshmen, the, the young players that are coming in, you know, it, it's got to be relaxing to hear that that's how they're being treated, that that's, that's their feelings. That's everything going on for them. So, you know, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, you know, another awesome story was, you know, just that impact that, you know, Bailey talking about with her Jersey number and things like that. That was, that was really cool to me, you know, um, obviously being a football fan, you know, being in the, from the state of Alabama, I mean, I'm named after Paul Bear Bryant. You know who Philip Luxenkirchen is if you're an Alabama fan. And you know how much he meant to that Auburn – how much he means to the Auburn fan base. And, you know, it's it's awesome that he was able to do that and have that impact for her. You know, it's that, that opportunity to make an impact and be bigger than yourself. And that was really awesome to hear Bailey get to talk about that experience with him. Because I know when we shared that po- – like we've shared a couple – couple posts not not anything crazy not anything you know not too much but you know we've shared a couple little tidbits on it um what i found cool was i even though i've had uh friend like family friends reach out to me and go hey it was really awesome your post about uh bailey and her and her the reason for her jersey number you know they're big aren't they it really means a lot to us you know to see you know to see something like that so um you know i think it's really great that she's able to share that story yeah, I, I think it's it's really relatable for the average sports fan when they hear something like that, especially if you're an Auburn fan. But even even coming from Alabama, yes. being an Alabama fan, you you know who that is, and and it's great whenever you see those stories on like game day or you know college yes. basketball game day, where uh, an athlete is in a hospital or something. Jalen Hurts did that a lot when he was here. Yes. Um, it goes a lot farther than just. Uh, we won some some football games or some basketball games or some tennis matches. Um, get to make an impact on on people that aren't just your teammates or your, but you know your family, other people's families, and I, I think that that's huge. And then that you know I'm sure has helped Bailey throughout her whole life with her transition. So yeah, yeah for sure. Because she said she said it, it was she was 10 years old whenever that you know yeah. and that's. That to me, one already getting it, but then knowing like, you know, she has like he was there for that her during that, and she was talking about how he would send her game day pictures and things like that. I was just like, man, like it's just yeah. little things in life, you know, like the little things people yeah. do that make the the biggest difference, and it obviously made a massive difference for her. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, tight fans, you know, uh, once again, our podcast this week it's been brought to you by uh, Hollister. Uh, we have our Hollister three on three tournament on. Uh, Thursday, October 29th at two o'clock. It's going to be a lengthier event. Um, it's uh, we're starting at two. We're kind of predicting that it's going to end around seven. So, uh, Coach, if you kind of want to go through once again what we're going to be doing there with the the how it's going to be set up. Yeah, we got 
pool A and pool B. Um, they're going to do a little round robin style, three on three. Um, then they're going to seed them based off of this, the results. Uh, crossover, play a little tournament style, see who wins uh, first place. Um, so that, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, we were talking a little bit there about the team names. Okay, I like we had the Crips and COVID Crushers. All right, I like that one. I really like that. We're gonna have to. We're gonna actually have to talk. We're gonna have to have like a a, a talk with uh, Bailey, Grady, and Ronnie about their team name. Yeah, it is. It it's not the worst, but it it, it could be it, a little bit more. They they just said BWG. So names. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're going to have to uh, – we're going to have to figure – we're going to have to talk with them and figure – I, I know Ronnie, too. Like, she's way too creative. She's a, she's incredibly yeah. brilliant and, and, and creative. So, there's no way that she's not going to have – she can come up with that. We'll get a, we'll get them a great name. Um, and then, yeah, so just kind of wrap it up here, man. Uh, tennis event on Friday. You can't go 0-2, right? We're going to yeah. – listen, if, I'm serious. If you go 0-2 – I'm just going to put out from the from the our Twitter accounts and our, some of our social media accounts. I'm going to have them put out an application for the co-host for the podcast. All right. All right. Yeah. Let Brent know. <laughs> yeah. So you want to you kind of also like we, you talked a little bit. You know, you talk about what you're what, you want to talk a little bit about our uh, the tennis event uh, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, we got the Medi Clean um, Crimson and White match. Um, Starts at three o'clock Friday. Uh, tune into the live stream. It's going to be Crimson team versus the white team. The Crimson team is University of Alabama wheelchair tennis. The white team is um, just a mixture of uh, some former players, some some coaching staff members. Um, we're going to battle it out. A uh, rematch of two weeks ago. Um, Crimson team pulled it out last time. So we'll see what happens this time. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun though. And, uh, Tune into that. It'll be our first live streamed uh, tennis event. So everybody's yeah. really excited. We're gonna hey, we're gonna get this live stream up and going for this tennis event. I will do whatever it is that I have to do to ensure that this live stream is up and going. That I I will promise you that. So we're gonna we're gonna get that going. I'm excited about that. Excited about this whole week. I was incredibly. It was awesome last week getting to get to be back out there, getting to watch everybody get out there, compete, getting to watch you, you the coaches banter back and forth with one another. It was awesome to see it all happening. It had a little game day of environment. And, and I want to end on this, Coach. I want to say to the fans that, you know, did the that tuned in to the live stream, who have been tuning into our podcast and also bought fan cutouts there at the arena, you know, it really means a lot to the athletes, the, your support. And everything that you do, um, it's it, it's it's incredible that you know whenever we get to talk to them when we're doing a live stream, one of the first things that they talk about or, or they're giddy about is them coming into the arena and just seeing something simple as the fan cutouts. You know, um, I tell you, it was hilarious for the we're ten minutes before our event. They're supposed to, and they're sitting there taking pictures of their family or taking pictures of just like there's there were dogs and a horse there on the you know what i mean they were just it's just random things and it was just it was it was hilarious like just it was awesome seeing their reaction i know they appreciate it um so i'm going to use this platform to say thank you to all of you for them but also for myself uh the, our staff and and everybody involved with our program because it really does mean a lot for everything that y'all do um so 
once again, Tide fans, we really, uh, we really appreciate everything that y'all do. We appreciate you for tuning in, and uh, we hope that you're able to tune into our event on Thursday at two o'clock, and then our event at Friday at three o'clock. Uh, y'all have a great rest of your day, evening, night, whichever, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, and roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs>